the two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of f***ing wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social. Hello there everybody and welcome to episode 14 of the Red Side Rivals Social, where we talk news, debate and banter about Manchester United Football Club and Liverpool Football Club. And how we now understand Brown's become a Liverpool fan. <laughs> we That's going to become a regular occurrence is until it? United win in a game. Wow, well, uh, we win a game soon, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, I'm Brad, uh, I support United. <laughs> and with Supposedly me as, so. And with me as ever, interjecting rather early than he usually does in the uh, in the podcast, He's is Mr. Leeboy. boisterous, isn't he? Hello, Mr. Leeboy. Hi, Leeboy. <laughs> Stop speaking to yourself, you don't know if you're third person. <laughs> So um, we're back with uh, some a bit of Premier League action. Don't know why I'm so upbeat, to be honest, because it was absolutely dire. Should we enjoy watch Liverpool again, mate? That's why you're so upbeat. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to come back to you because it's absolute nonsense. It's another weekend I watch Liverpool win 17 straight. The only way I'll constantly watch Liverpool is if you kill me and then put my corpse in front of a telly. And then just put like LSC TV on or something. I would say like I forced them kill to watch. You. I would say I forced them to watch Liverpool, but. Often enough, why would you're, any Liverpool watch- fan want me to start as watching Liverpool? Yeah, what often enough, you'd be watching a Liverpool match, and he texts me just as the goal goes in. Before I'm like, let me enjoy the goal, mate. Start texting me. Well, you need to start watching the game live. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rely on your phone for updates. <laughs> Stop being hungover and not turn up to Leicester match. I was actually meant to go as a Leicester game winner. Yeah, you were meant to go a lot of games. You Lee's been away in Ireland, so let's all ask Lee how, he, how Ireland was. How was Ireland, Lee? Cold, wet, and. Absolutely no memory of it because I was drunk on the Friday. Night. Was you? <laughs> yeah, but lovely, mate. Yeah, very chilled, relaxing break. Did you just see one I needed away from the slave pounds. train? Quite a few. Was there? Yeah. Kissing the stone. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's um, Lee's uh, over half. Over half is, I would say is better Irish. half. Over half, probably better half. Yeah, <laughs> is uh, is Irish for those that that don't know. Obviously, none of you know. I don't none think, of you know unless you know. work with Lee. Uh, in the slave trade but um, <laughs> yeah so we went to Ireland so that's one of the reasons why we've obviously not recorded and we've got a bit of a battle it was another so. excuse for me not to come around Brad so that's what it was I give you all the best things when you come around uh, well I've just, cu- cu- you, I've just ordered your birthday presents my, so my cup's empty I'm dying a Thursday lad. I'm going to give you an absolute <laughs> mum line here I've ordered your birthday present now I can send it back well, why do you put in your wardrobe so I can peek at it <laughs> I can send it back <laughs> yeah but my trip mate was lovely nice relaxing break mate good just one I needed. You do need a break, you. Refresh these wrinkles, but... but Refresh the wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, you got a few crow's the, feet. The stress lines. So, it's um, it's the end of the it's the end of the footballing month, so it's we've had our first October fixture. So we've got some player of the month and goal of the month. And for Liverpool, annoyingly, manager of the month action, haven't we? The awards just keep coming our way, mate, don't they? Yeah, unfortunately they do. Thick and fast. It's like, we don't want another one. Stop throwing it away. <laughs> we don't want Oh, God, I We hate, won it last I month. I hate that you're in this position. We won it last month. Why do we need it this month? Who is your player of the month, then? My personal one. No, the clubs. Might, but I'm going to say my personal one anyway. Oh, okay. Matip. Just to get a reaction out of you, because you think he's shit. But anyway, we'll come to this on later. Yeah, but Bobby Firmino got player of the month, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. He's been on fire since the start of the season. He's just come back like a fresh, young, angry Brazilian. If anybody tells me, right, if I hear this on the radio or if any fans, Liverpool fans, like that Bobby Firmino is underrated, 
It's like when Kante, when everyone used to say, Kante's the most underrated. He's the most overrated, underrated player I've ever known. He's not underrated anymore. Everyone knows how good he is. Shut up. Again? Have you been listening to Liverpool podcasts? (laughs) You've been reading LSC TV? The Angfield rap? (laughs) I haven't, no. I I don't say he's the most underrated. Probably did a year ago, but now he's just... Just He's the most unique strike in the Premier League that's what I'll say about him he's like him. a false nine and he's not a striker though he does like three jobs in one he, he could get he could get into the United team play out left play out right play through the middle play score goal. six goals play and goal. then you still get beat 7-6 <laughs> it's a bad list but Bobby words can't describe how much he means to the club the team to me wow <laughs> oh my god is that over the man at the moment, he's our most crucial player on the team. Okay, and you're gushing. Gushing, mate. Literally. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, he deserves it massively. But I just wish he'd score more goals. But I think, inevitably, because he puts so much effort into chasing the ball down and being unselfish and playing the likes of Manny and Salah in, you can't really ask for him to score more goals. It just When he, doesn't, he, when he does score goals, it's he's not nice. like, He's not an out-and-out striker, no, is he? No, so. like Rashford, mate. But obviously he's way better than Rashford. But I mean, he's a similar player. He's not, he's not an out and out striker. He's a different player completely to Rashford. But let's not go there. He's not, he's not in any way the same player as Rashford. But I'm sure that debate will come up at another <laughs> point in the season. But, but yeah. So, yes, yeah, so let's... Hugely deserved, mate. That's all I'll say. Yeah. yeah. What was your other one goal? Mine personally was the game I actually went to. Well, I don't want to know about yours personally. I want to know about Liverpool's. Do you want me to tell you what it was? Go on. It was, remember, Mo Salah's against Newcastle. Yeah, so I was actually going to say that one. Oh, yeah. For me, it was that goal for the all-round team build-up. Matip was crucial to that. So then, obviously, Bobby just did like that audacious little two... Two touch, like, heels, really, it was like a back it? heel into Salah. Into Salah's, like, at pace, run onto it, and then finished it delicately into the bottom corner. Just like, oh. You don't, you don't see many goals like, oh, oh. I just swallowed my sandwich. You <laughs> <laughs> wasn't eating oh. Don't allow any fear yeah, in this room. Again, I completely agree with that. A fantastic goal. Another thing we won. Oh, God. What so, Ma- Matip won PFA Player of the Month, didn't he? Ugh. So, voted for by the players. That by the players, mate. PFA, so, like, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, what is it you've got against him? I just don't think he's good. On, this is like a therapy table. Is it because you're jealous that he's probably, he could walk into your midfield even though he's a centre-back he could walk into our and midfield. carry the ball out and be creative for you? Yeah, he could walk into our midfield. He probably could in the moment. Soft. I've never seen him more. He's like Peter Crouch. With he is gangly leg, doesn't he? I give him that. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a tall, listen, slender fella. I don't... Jesus, you're right there. Passion here. He's I mean, really massive legs. Kick him a mic. He's straight the mic. He's so passionate. <laughs> listen, I, I appreciate... I appreciate oh, that... Don't condescend me. I appreciate... Don't appreciate I appreciate anything. how good the team are doing as a whole and I appreciate that your defence is, is a lot better now than it used to be, although you can get at your more this season. But... I, everyone's really gushing about I've said gushing twice now everyone's really going on about how good Moist. Matt, how good Matip is Matip isn't really good you've just your whole team's better so he's just playing with a bit of confidence no 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 it's, it's not just that's about, what I think it's not about the confidence well it is and it's not the thing with Matip is last season he looked like a man art he just didn't have a clue like, like you say he's gangly like a bit like Sacco where every other game he'd be really Sacco's good Sacco's a beast though yeah but what I mean is like they're not consistent with the performances. You don't know what to yeah. expect. Yeah, They're yeah, like yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So when Gomez got injured and, and he came into the side, obviously you've got that massive unit next year. You're like so calm and collective yeah, yeah. and wins everything in the air. 
which will breathe confidence on it. So it, that helped him Please. develop his game. So I think since he came into the team last year and then obviously won the Champions League, came second in the league, was playing week, playing week in, week in, what yeah. week out. Same ability, was but more confident. What I mean is that he's brought his own emphasis on defending, like Matip, I mean, sorry, Van Dijk is all around brilliant everything, isn't he? Whereas Matip's now established what it is he's good at. Which is? Basics of defending. Which is? Give it to Van Dijk. <laughs> This is what I mean. No, all seriousness, though, but it's like he has his, he's got his own persona. Persona. So that's the word I'm looking for, yeah, elism. So, like, he carries the ball out. Like, that's something that Van Dyke doesn't always do. It's like he's like another dimension to our midfield. Mm. So, he brings a lot attacking, not just defensively. He'll ping in like a, a really fast paced ball. Oh, I've saying this a couple of weeks ago. Or he'll play a, a ball over the top for Mane or Sarah to run onto. He wins a lot of aerial battles. He's just honestly, mate. I'm not just saying. I think he's one of our best signings, other than Van Dijk defensively. He was a free transfer. He was a captain of Schalke, and he's just got better and better over the last twelve months. I mean, uh, I'm in no. And I think he deserves a no new contract. To, I'm in no position. <laughs> I'm in no position to criticise, obviously, but I just don't see it. I mean, I mean, I'm people, you, watch, you, people watch our next game. You, I mean, oh, you apparently, I, apparently watch him every week, don't I? So. <laughs> I don't, but I don't watch him play. You watch Liverpool this weekend. I just feel like every time, I, every time I see him, I just feel like. Mm. But all right, if you want to say that, you want to say that. But yeah, I think for the last for like... the last month, I think he, he deserves what he's been awarded by the players. He has yeah. been a standout performer for our side. Yeah. Van Dijk's not been at his best at times. Obviously, he got dribble past in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Undribbleable. Obviously, he's probably at ninety percent. Whereas Matip stepped up and helped us. Consistently, I just think if you went out and got a cardboard cut out of Tina Turner and put it next to Van Dyke in your defence at the minute, they'd look good because I think your defence is so good. Uh, I think he's a leader, mate. I it's like I'm paying it's... you a compliment, but I need to slate you somewhere. So I'll, I'm just going. I'm telling you, this weekend you will see what Matip is made of. Is this if you, if you put my tip in our defence with our my tip? <laughs> if you put my tip in your defence, <laughs> what would happen? If you put my tip in that, in our There'd be defense, a huge gap in our defence, mate. <laughs> About two inch gap in your defence. <laughs> if you um, if you put my tip in our defence, it's pretty. It'd breeze. It would be the first would, name. Would he? Would he make our defence a lot better? Yeah. No, he wouldn't. He would. He wouldn't. You've got. He'd, he'd be all fucked. Oh. He'd be fucked. He wouldn't know what to do. My hands are in my head. Yeah, they should be. So you've got. That's my argument. Anyway, you, you've got the snail. That is. Harry Maguire. Don't slate Maguire. He's a poor man's Virgil van Dijk. Oh, God. It cost a lot more money, to be fair. No, he didn't. And then you've got... Ten mil more. <laughs> and then you've got... Who have you got? <laughs> Jones. No, we've got Lindelof and Maguire as our centre-back. <laughs> Jones is there. And then who else have we got? But the, way Le- you, the way everyone... This is what I'm saying. The way everyone goes on about Matip is... He's like, he's so good and this underrated player and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think everyone at Liverpool is underrated for some bizarre reason. But if you go and you put um, him in our defence, would he make our defence amazing? I'm actually going to get some stats. Your Matip stats. This is going on for far too long. <laughs> Let's look like, we'll, we'll breeze past this. I think he deserved the award. Anyway, yeah. Otherwise we win a debate over Matip. Congratulations. Round of applause. So, um... Should we move on to my club? Let's go, let's move on to your poor man's club. So, basically, <laughs> um, we had to somehow get a player of the month award. The club had to give a player of the month. Ah, got it, was it? Uh, it was given to uh, McSauce, McTommy Sauce. McTommy Sauce. Who's 
who's been the best of a, of a, a very bad bunch. And then um, goal of the month was also McTominay because we didn't score many, to be fair. There was a thing going around where people were saying there was a post that kept going around and was it proper infuriated me and I wanted to be like a really bad keyboard warrior and write like <laughs> comments calling people thick and stupid. But I was on the Red Side Rivals page and I thought if people don't <laughs> agree, people don't agree and followers slating us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I refrained from doing it. But thanks, there, there was a post going around that was saying um, Rashford has been has been given the goal of the month for United because there was only one goal scored in September and it was a penalty. So his goal was a penalty. But for you thick <laughs> Politically bastards... Politically correct. Yeah, for you thick bastards, it's called Club Goal of the Month. It's not First Team Goal of the Month. It's Club Goal of the Month. So we had a lot of goals in the 23s. Jesus, mate, come on. Mate, on 23s, um, <laughs> Deontay fucking what's-his-face got a worldie against Villa. I don't know how he didn't win it. But anyway, yeah, it's a club. It's a club fucking award so shut your fucking mouths anyway wow <laughs> wow that's aggressive mate extra salt please that was so aggressive somebody pass the salt pass the guy the tequila <laughs> yeah fucking hell so yeah that's um, that's who won ours I mean it was I mean somehow they had to they had to pick it but we, we picked those those uh, that well clutching at straws mate uh, who won manager of the month go on I'll let you say it the lovable guy that is Jorgen Klopp Second one in a row. No, oh, well, I think it's like third. third I think row. it is. Yeah. yeah, I think it will end the last season, didn't he? So. But like, who else is there? There's nobody that's anywhere near him at the moment. Obviously, like you said earlier, Brendan Rodgers. Has done Brendan well Rodgers done really well with Leicester, hasn't he? With Leicester City. Obviously, Pep's Pep, isn't he? But City haven't really done anything this month in, to free him. They keep getting beat, don't they, randomly? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about um, Silver at Everton? He's done a great job, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to be next to go, I would think. Second to Ollie. Oh, he didn't like that. He didn't like that at all. They're not going to sack Ollie, mate. Get it off, get it. Get, get it, it off. Get it off. So, um, for people that listen or people that are familiar with, with what we do and our, or maybe our social medias, at the end of each month, we ask the community a question. So, we'll ask our Facebook slash Instagram community via our story who you think is the player of the month. Yeah, as opposed to who the club give it to so it gives a chance for maybe real fans even though fans vote for the obviously the players of the month at the clubs and the goals of the month but um, it's usually like fans that no disrespect maybe not be real fans and stuff that like distant fans yeah maybe like a long distance relationship maybe fans that maybe don't know or, or necessarily so we ask we ask it for to, to basically get another perspective and just see if it's the same or not so I asked the question who do you think should be the uh, players of the month for both teams and I somehow have deleted those posts so <laughs> I don't know I did what, it what happened there mate in the archive obviously you just go into the archive and you have a look on your story and I, I can't find it but we always, so we'll just have to go with what, what the club said this month, so I do apologise. But I do ask, um, we ask another couple of questions as well, just to gauge some questions about the month. So this one basically makes me look stupid now, and now I've got to say it out loud. <laughs> but I asked, um, I asked who, uh, sorry, I asked, you asked who would you prefer to see partner Virgil van Dijk? I, I do think, confess though, that he, he asked it because I asked him to ask it. And people said... Who, who did they say, mate? Go on. <laughs> I said, who would you rather see partner Virgil van Dijk? 
Joel Matip or Joe Gomez and a hundred percent of people said <laughs> said Joe Gomez. Oh, no, they didn't. No, they Why didn't. They said Joel Matip. <laughs> Actually, ruined it then. So I mean, maybe. So he's doing something right. Yeah, yeah maybe people are got, saying that. Maybe I've just got a bit like a bit of a vendetta. vendetta again. I, I think it's like you know, it's, it's jealousy. Maybe I think. I just don't like Liverpool being good. All right, give me a break. Which is why it's boring. So and then I asked um, United fans. Uh, what we saying, Ollie in or Ollie out after the first two months? Sixty percent of people. What were they saying? Ollie out. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, sixty percent. Ollie out. Which is what you think. I know you're not a United fan, but that's what you no. think. I don't think Ollie out. I think Ollie in. To be fair, and a lot of people will agree with me because they were like, "Oh yeah, keep him in and let him run these club into the ground." But <laughs> if give him a six-year contract. If I spoke about this on the European special, so if you've listened to that, I don't want to go on about it, but. If you're gonna invest in a manager and give him time and have a rebuild, then you've got you've got to back him. You you can't say that and then sack him. You can you? So that's that's the player of the month awards. So if you want to see the goal of the month awards or anything, at the end of each month on our Instagram, we we put the club's goal of the month on. So you can have a look at some. There's some some real crackers in there actually. Some pearls. Um, United obviously were scraping the barrel because we didn't score many, but <laughs> Liverpool's um, Liverpool had some good goals in there. So, have you got any other news, mate? Is there any Liverpool news this week? Um, this one isn't specifically Liverpool, but okay. I've seen an interesting article on the Manchester Evening News, actually. Wow, you should have flipped this wow. around and told me, was it? I was on, on the old uh, train, took a screenshot of it. Oh, so, yeah. ITV are planning on bringing back Champions League coverage back to terrestrial TV, which oh, okay. is great news, really, because... Because you're a scrubber, you've not got BT. Runners, <laughs> yeah. We don't want to pay £30 a month. For exhibit BT's A here, I like play it in. No, but it's like you go to the games. No, it's true, though, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. I can't be bothered wasting money for the away fix. Just go to the pub or watch Brad's for free. <laughs> um, so, I think that's they're aiming to Crap. put a bid in for the 21 22 season, I think. It was. I don't think they'll get it, to be honest. I think they'll get out muscled by BT. But, like, the coverage is so much better. It, for me, it should go. And you're saying me, ITV's No, but what I mean is that Sky and ITV should do a joint bid like they used to, and they oh, share and the coverage it, on a Tuesday, Wednesday. They probably will do that. Because Sky's coverage is so much better than BT's, mate. I, I don't mind BT's. Michael Owen. Yeah, I know. just drives me insane. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, especially the fact that we went to. You've got the scum. You went to scum, didn't like United from. Not directly from Liverpool, but you end, no, but end up yeah, there. That, that always, it always gets frowned upon. <laughs> Stephen Manorman's a legend at Anfield, but again, he just oh, irritates yeah, me. Stephen Manorman. Absolutely is, irritates me, his commentary. Um, you've got Chris Sutton. Oh, look at that over there. He just crossed the ball in, didn't he, Darren? But like, obviously, didn't there is, he, Fletch? <laughs> that's McManaman. There is some things that are good about their actual coverage, but Sky and ITV work better for me. So let's hold out for, well, for all not. those that don't have the fortunate situation to pay for yeah, extra true. subscriptions. It's yeah, better it's to have money, it on yeah, ITV. Yeah. Like. yeah, I'll cancel my BT then. Yeah, yeah. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? sorry. I'll get free. What am I going to do? I'll get free of you. So that'll be good. Um, there's not much news coming out of United, to be honest. Matty Kova, who's our under-23 goalkeeper, who, to be fair to him, it looks really promising. He's really good. I feel a bit sorry for him that we've got De Gea and Romero in front of him because he's a really good keeper. Plus Henderson, we've got out on loan at Sheffield United. But they've tied him down. Matty Kovar has signed a new long-term deal after an impressive month. So um, he's pulled a, pulled a few good saves out of the bag and stuff in the other 23. He's like last-minute saves against Fulham and things like that. So, so um, he deserves his opportunity. Yeah, I think, he'll, I think it, it may leave the club unless um, something drastic happens with De Gea, but... 
I'd be more than happy for him to go in between the sticks for the first team. So, yeah, have you got any Liverpool? The only other thing really, mate, is um, I read on online as we do these days. Well, yeah, and that there's going to be a court battle with Nike and New Balance. Right. Okay. So we've obviously we've touched on this previously, where it's now got to a point where there's a bit of a dispute between the club and New Balance itself. Right. Because New Balance is saying that there's a clause in the contract where any bids that come in to potentially take over as the contract expires in May they've got a clause where they have the right to match and to continue being our sponsor so obviously Nike have come in which is like a more attractive so, brand so if Nike come in and, and say and here's say, X amount New Balance can say no we're going to give you the same you're staying with automatically us means you can right. stay with us okay. obviously they look at the commercial aspect over the last two years where we've done really well in the Champions League we've come close to win the Premier League we're, we've got a very high chance of winning the Premier League this year they've had two successful um, years of selling shirts the most successful in the history of the club where really? they've well, sold a lot of home shirts it's really. so like they're seeing this as a profitable thing for them and a good relationship why are we being greedy but inevitably it's all about the football and money isn't it Yeah. and obviously Liverpool are looking to probably go down different channels like players linked to Nike Nike have more branding rights around the world associated with different clubs I think if you look at the Champions League how many teams they actually sponsor it's mainly Nike isn't it mm. and I think would I be happy about Nike taking over I don't know is it because they released so many generic kits so unless they were to come up with something different for us I'd happily stay with New Balance but the club want more money don't they so yeah. money talks so that's actually going to be in court I think it's at the back end of this week or next so, so on the next podcast I'll hopefully bring yeah. you a bit of an update so you basically what you're saying is after all this Nike are going to end up I think inevitably, yeah. I think season, it, yeah. I think New Balance are pretty much clutching at straws now, where they have found the clause in the contract and they're start trying to make it stick. I wonder when the contract's up anyway. It's like, May, I think. What sort of contracts finished anyway? Next in season? May, but they've put a clause in to, to say extend. that they had the right to match, like first refusal type yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's going to be Nike next season. Yeah, so it's going to be Nike. You're going to be advocate made by now. It's all going to be Nike. Hey, Schweinsteiger's retired. He played for United once. Remember that? No, I remember him being there. That I don't, I don't such, remember him playing. <laughs> I remember. Be, I remember being so stoked when he signed. I was like, "Yes, Weinsteiger, this is going to be sick." <laughs> Absolute transfer failure. Yeah, he should have been a lot better, I think. But yeah, he's he's announced his retirement from football. He was at um, Chicago Fire, the Legends Award. So there's been an award handed out. There's basically a Legends Hall of Fame type thing for football. Oh, okay. So it happens every year. The honour, basically, different, obviously, players from Premier League and stuff. So, like, Gerard's in there, Lampard's in there, 100 appearance clubs in there, so anyone with 100 appearances, uh, sorry, 100 league goals is in there, 500 appearance clubs in there for people with 500 James appearances. Norman. So, yeah, so, but this year they honoured Arsene Wenger, so I don't know if you saw that, he got, he got in the... Legend Hall of Fame, and um, there was a nice little. He was given his award by, um, well, not given his award, sorry, but uh, Sir Alex Ferguson did a little oh, piece okay. to camera about it, and he was, he was basically saying how he is, he is a legend like Wenger, and saying like, as much as they hated each other back in the day, like he was bigging him up, and it was just nice. Would Fergie like, have been as successful as he was without Wenger? Well, this is it. Yeah, they say that rivalry breeds uh, success, don't they? So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was just a little thing I wanted to mention. So, also that event, that event is um, 
Nordoff Robbins. Uh, all the money from that event goes to the Nordoff Robbins charity, which is um, it's like light therapy, I think, for like disabled kids and stuff. Oh, right. So it's like a, for a really good a cause. A really worthy cause. Yes, yeah, for a really good cause as well. So, and did you hear that new that ra- random news? I know we're clutching at straws here, like, but random news about Petr Cech. Well, that is signed for um, some ice hockey team. Is it in Russia or something? Is it? No, it's like down south somewhere. What in the UK? Yeah, yeah, yeah some hell. He's basically going to be like not non-professional, is it? Like no, I think they're proper t- in, oh, in like the highest tier in, 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 in Ireland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's going to be like a goaltender. <laughs> so random. But he's been like, "Don't worry, I can still do my role at Chelsea because he's like sports." Fucking I don't know. Admin. He's, he's, he's admin, admin in the office. <laughs> he put he answers the phones. <laughs> he answers the phones at Chelsea. Um, he creates chance so far. He's caught with Chelsea, Chelsea, and um, Chelsea, 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 <laughs> Chelsea, which is the one that they've got. Um, so yeah, that's well random news. That is that. really random. If he hits his head, he's fucked. He'll have a helmet on, mate, won't he? The last little bit, really, that I want to say is it's more relevant for us as in terms of you and me. Because we obviously live in the northwest uh, in Warrington, so anybody that's listening that's from the northwest, this is this is relevant to you as well. If you're from further afield, keep your ears peeled to this one. It's quite interesting. <laughs> so in the northwest, every year uh, there is a Northwest Football Awards, which basically it recognises different clubs and what they're doing in the community and things like that. So with it being a northwest, they are they've got the whittle it down and there's all different categories so United and Liverpool are in there quite a lot so I thought I'd just go through some of the nominations and some of the, the, the categories that we're up for so it's the Northwest Football Awards 2019 so uh, Premier League Community Club of the Season Liverpool are in there so they're up for winning that uh, they are regenerating a lot of land they're doing so they're doing so much stuff uh, to be fair yeah they're spending an absolute tip of money yeah, like building the community hotel, around the community, like building new houses. I think they've contributed to some of the new houses. They built yeah. the hotel, which is going to create more jobs. Yeah, yeah. No, to be fair, yeah. So they're up for community club of the season, along with Everton, Burnley, and Man City. Man City, getting get in the bin. Oh God, community community initiative of the year. United's in there with the Michael Carrick Foundation. So the initiative that that is, I don't know if anybody's aware of it. Is it's called Carrick's Boot Room. And I think he'll probably win this. So it's to support grassroots football for kids. So basically what he does is he, the foundation, what they do, sorry, is they have a place, I think it's like in Trafford, it's like a leisure centre in Trafford, where you can go and you can drop off any old AstroTurf trainers or footy That'd boots. Be to be in decent condition. Kind yeah, of yeah, but I mean, decent ones. Or you can, obviously you can buy new and, and take them in there and they get cleaned up, refurbed. And then they get sent out across the country to kids in underprivileged kids. Underprivileged kids. So it's a really good, it's a really good initiative. So I think he, he may win that award. There's a kick it out promotion award, which United are in that category as well for the all red all equal hashtag initiative. Obviously, if you think back a few weeks when there was a Pogba racism thing, United actually forced the issue with Twitter and actually met with Twitter and things like that. So that's in there. Best club marketing promotion or engagement campaign. Never for me. We're against each other here. <laughs> so United have got that all red, all equal. And Liverpool did a thing. I don't. I don't even know about it. Is this the women's team? No, it's, got that it's Liverpool. Axe Liverpool and Bet Victor joint venture. Who I think sponsor your 
training kit or something, don't they? Oh, is that AXA? That's AXA. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's now it is. So, right. So. so Liverpool and Bet Victor training SOS. Don't know what that is. So that's been stumpy there, mate. Yeah, that's that's in there for best club marketing promotion or engagement campaign. And then the final one, which is a really, really good category. This I'm waiting to tell you about this. <laughs> manager of the season. They're giving a manager of the season award. So who's up for it? Klopp and Pep are the Premier League contingent. No others now. Then you've got Casey Stoney, United Women's manager. Obviously, first year being form one the league. Then you've got Mickey Mellon, obviously Tranmere's manager, led them to promotion into League One. And then you've got Graham Alexander, Salford City's manager, who's led yeah, them like, into the football and league. And they're doing all right this year, aren't So that's a really... How would you choose that? tough. Because although Klopp's won the Champions League, it's in his field. Like Who's voting everybody, for it? Is everybody it, in is their Is there a general field, public that vote for it? I think it's in the community, yeah. So, so if it's a community sure. one, it could be the likes of Salford. It could be the Salford or maybe Casey Stoney or Mickey Mellon. I don't think Pepper win it. Nah. Although, didn't they do the domestic treble? Did, didn't they? Did, did. Yeah, they did, actually, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's Pep. a sick award, that. There's loads of really good managers in there. But so yeah. that'll be good to see who wins that. We'll When's that being announced? Is it next month or something? Oh, we're wishing you. We'll bring you the results of that in the podcast when, when we obviously hear about the results. So, yeah, so that's the Northwest Community Awards, so... There we go. Tasty, sir. I think we're done for news. Do you've got anything? The only other news I've got... Oh, he's got more news. He's throwing more news in. The only other news I've got is... It's just more of a stat, really. Oh, God. Just want to throw a stat in. So... Wouldn't be the same. Would you believe that Liverpool now unbeaten in their last 44... That's 44... That's 44. ...league games at Anfield. And they haven't lost a game since April 2017. Does that mean that the fortress Anfield is back, Andrew? Mm. I mean, you know, I always say that. I always usually say on Champions League. And that's something that Klopp wanted to introduce when he came in. He's like, I want to make Andrew, Andrew? I want to make Anfield a fortress again. And he succeeded, mate. He succeeded. He succeeded. Another stat God. to go alongside. This is news, not stats. It's, this is just stats, stats, stats. Stat. the feature to stats. So just to go alongside that stat. Go on. So in the first, well, the last four years since Klopp's been in charge, the improvement of win ratios. So in his first 12 months, what would you say the win ratio was? First 12 months, 41%. 49. Oh, mate, I was close. Year two. 54%. Close again, 50. Year three. Year three, was that the Madrid final? Yeah. Yeah. 68%. Close again, 60. Year four. 72%. Oh, so close, 75. I am not doing bad at He wasn't doing too bad at all, sir. So, obviously, you can see that we're massively improving. And then, just a curveball. <laughs> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has oh, now... God, we used to talk about Ole. Has now excelled in, in himself, become the worst... <laughs> worst manager since Alice Ferguson left with his win percentage. Thanks. What's he got? He was... Last time we spoke about this, it was the same as Fergie won it but now obviously after this game that we're going to talk about it's gone worse 48% so hang on what is it 48% is win ratio what was Klopp's win ratio his in first his first year, season 49 well there you go then so well so is this a bold statement to say that you're now comparing Oli no no whoa don't say whoa, that. No, no words in my mouth whoa. don't put words in my mouth you're now comparing Oli to Klopp so you're saying in his first year he's only 1% behind Klopp's record yeah 
So, so you're going to say is, next year, no, it'll increase by one inevitably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forty nine, like yeah. cost fifty, and then you're going to say in his third year he's a jump to. No, here's what I'm saying to you. Here's <laughs> what I'm saying to you. Come on. What I'm saying to you is, we're in the same position as when Klopp took over at Liverpool. Why, why are we not? Only we've won more than what Klopp took over. We've at least won a League Cup and FA Cup and Europa League in the last few years. So what I'm saying is, Klopp had a 49% win ratio in his first season and look at the team that he's been able to build. And what I'm saying is, Solskjaer will finish the league this season. Here's, I'm going to stick my neck out here. Get ready. This could be another bet situation. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to finish the league on 49% win ratio. Do you know So my prediction is, that you'll, you'll stay in charge. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, you saying, get what I'm yeah. saying, right? Is Klopp started there? But I'd probably say Klopp inherited a worse team, if I'm honest. Probably, because he's just signed. If you look at the side, Maguire and, I, and, I, seen, um, I seen a picture the other James. day of the team that Roy Hodgson placed in Europe, in the Europa League. It's terrible, oh, mate. It's it, so bad. It makes you realise how committed you are to your club. Yeah. Like, that's, that, that side was awful. Like bar one was, or two players. Like, tall winger from like Serbia or something that you had. Oh, yeah, yeah. He looked Jan- Jan- Jankovic. Yeah, it? something like that. He looked, he looked about 53. We had Ngog, Jankovic, Voronin. Christensen. G- yes, yes. He Is was in what, there. Yeah, that was fine. Uh, Morellas, he was all right. The real Morellas, the Portuguese guy. Oh, yeah, he oh, was. Tattoos. Yeah. Um, People call me real Morellas. <laughs> no, they don't. No, no one does so Sila. Just like him. <laughs> But yeah, it was terrible. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, all right. Thanks. We're, we're giving it. But my prediction is so it's, that he'll stay for the year. Yeah, you're gonna finish twelve. Right. Specific. You're gonna end up on fifty-eight points. <laughs> Isn't that right? Still recorded, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> and your win ratio will be forty percent. And if it's incorrect, he just gestured to me that he will eat his pubic hair. <laughs> We actually still need to come up with a bet for the season, that's to be fair. Yeah, we, we need to make sure we discuss this. One episode. Air. Well, yeah, and then and in an episode we'll say, right, we've got Oh, them. while we're drunk on Sunday watching United games. Yeah. It, we'll, it will we'll happen. Decide, yeah, yeah so, but other than that, mate, the news has been quite... Stato, st- Stato is finished. Right, thank God for that, because news... Making a mockery of the news with stats. Steady. So, um, it was international break for the women. So, obviously, sorry, just, just to clarify, just, we're going into the reviews. We're going into the reviews now. We need a jingle there, but whatever. We're going into the reviews. We're going into the reviews, so it was um, no women's games this week because it was international break for the women. There was a few Euro qualifiers, um, and then the rest were all like friendlies. So uh, some women were called up for both teams into the international teams. So well done to those girls. Uh, but we'll... Review. See now, under twenty threes were in action, but it was in the EFL, wasn't it? EFL trophy. Sorry, yeah, which is called the Leasing dot com trophy. Previously, Checkertrade dot com trophy. I did not know that. Sir. Yeah. So, um, and it's obviously the one with it's just for League One and Two, but then to make it more competitive, they put made the clubs put their under twenty threes in it. Yeah, yeah. So we played Lincoln. How'd you get on? We won one though. Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln who. We're really, really doing well. If you don't, if you don't forget, Lincoln actually, Lincoln who are under twenty threes beat one nil in the EFL Trophy, who are eight places above Rochdale, who United first team laboured against in the League Cup. <laughs> so um, yeah, we beat Lincoln one nil. It was obviously a home game for for them, and to be fair, they were battering us. 
Lincoln were Lincoln were really battering us. They, they hit the bar. They started off really well. They were they were carving us up. And then in the twentieth minute, James Garner James Garner scores again. So it was just like a, it was like a, a Lampard esque goal. He come in late into the box, arrive late from deep in midfield and, and slotted one in the corner. It was a really nice goal actually. But just to give a shout out to James Garner that I have been all season, really impressive. I actually love this guy. Though. Yeah, I think he's really good. He, uh, he's really impressive for a midfielder who's missed out on a couple of games due to injury as well. So it's his fifth goal that now in eight games from a midfielder. Is he pushing for a start for the first team or at least like, the bench? I feel like putting. Him why in. just throw him in? Yeah, like fuck me, he's not going to be worse than Matic. Oh, look at Mount at Chelsea, mate. Look how well he's doing. I know he was yeah, on loan at Derby last yeah, year, yeah. but but like I'm not being funny, like. Get my nan and put her in midfield. She she could do better. Depends on your nan. <laughs> Depends on me nan. I'll tell you something. I love that. She's, she's got a better knees than Matic and she's had two really knee replacements. But do you know what I mean? Like when you've got nothing to lose and you've got a player that's really performing well in the 23s, I feel like stick Garner in. He's, he's, he's dead creative as well. Like he, he really is He really is quite good. But yeah, it was just it was a really good game. So the first half was all Lincoln basically. They hit the post, they hit the bar. Just come out as loads, and then the second half we should have scored a second. Ramzani hit the post, but yeah, good win really in that in against a good a good Lincoln side to be honest. So it just goes to prove again how what I've been saying all all, all along in the podcast. Our twenty three is really smashing it this season. They're doing really really doing well. Really so, well aren't they? Yeah. So what was your your? We didn't game? play. We got knocked out. Didn't we at the old EFL twelve? Oh, I thought you played Wigan. We played Fleetwood. On I think it was like twenty sixth of September. Yeah, we drew one all. Oh, did you go out then? Yeah, we went out then. We drew oh. we drew one all and got beat on penalties. Oh, sorry, I've, I've totally messed so up. You just it's a Premier League Cup. You played Wigan. Didn't we played Wigan, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously our good friend was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, our, our friend of the show, Paul Billington. Paul Billington Shout was there. Out. So he's, <laughs> he's the Wigan Academy head physio. Head physio, wasn't he? Yeah. So he was there. Didn't get us any free tickets. Yeah, he said he'll get us stuff and never get us anything. Behind, behind the scenes access to interview some of the under 23s. Thanks, Billy. That's no one who's losing there. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Karma. Yeah, so the game itself, Liverpool won. Actually won. Our under 23s haven't won, what, since game week one? It's our first victory, I think. We drew, been... we drew the last one to all. Well done. I remember now yeah. saying, yeah, well done for the draw. Well done. And then obviously we, we won. We actually won this game, so we've got a young lad in the academy called Dixon Bonner. Have you seen much of him? No. Some young, like young prodigy striker. I know him. He had an unbelievable game, to be fair. Yeah. A really good match. Finished well for the first goal. Finished well for the second goal. Could have yeah. had a hat trick. Played shit really well. But obviously, um, defensively, they just look really ropey. So obviously, we've got two young Dutch lads, Van der Berg and whoever. Whoever he is, yeah, what's, isn't it? It's I, like whoever, it's like Hoover in it. Or yeah, I feel yeah. weird saying Hoover. Either way, is bad because if you say Hoover, he's he's like a vacuum cleaner. And if you say whoever, you could be talking about anyone. Let's just call him Bob. Bob. <laughs> please continue. I apologize. Please, please, <laughs> please continue. You can tell it a proper free row. This is just like gone west. Uh, Bob. Go on. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> the team played really well. So I only seen the highlights. I actually didn't get to go because Billy didn't get his tickets. Scumbag. Scumbag. But another strong performance by our academy goalkeeper as well, Keller, the young yeah. Irish lad. He played really well. Pulled for a few good saves. He's getting stronger and stronger. He's getting closer to the first team. He did. He's been on the bench a few times while Alisson's yeah. been out. 
Um, Curtis Jones, again, the guy that I love, was captain for the day. Another strong performance. And then also our third goal scorer for that afternoon was yeah, Nico Williams. He had a smart finish. He's another young project right. in the economy. So all in all, Nigel could actually come out saying it was a strong performance and they play well in spells. But right. I'm still not happy about the defensive performance. I'm that, not... could, that could be better. Yeah, Wig- we allow Wiggins to get back into it. Well, according to Billy, though, the Wiggins under twenty threes, under twenty ones, whatever it is, are pretty decent. You know, he sings the praises every week. Then he says like they're a good bunch of lads. So it was, it was at Wiggins as well. Wasn't no, it was at oh, Kirby. Was it? Oh, of course, yeah, it was, the yeah. training complex. Yeah, so we went two 0 up. Allow Wiggins to get back into it. Scored a third. Wiggins scored a, a second. Good game by the sounds of it. And we could have had another one right near the end. Overall, it was promising to see this young Dixon Bonner. He's like only. I want to say 17 he's a young lad but he's he's quite well built you know, like he's ahead of his generation kind of thing right yeah yeah so he could be similar to Ryan, Ryan Brewster where right. he's got a lot of pace got a good finishing him from what I've seen and from what he's into after the game he stays behind in training to practice certain elements of his finishing you know, like mm. perfecting his actual striking instincts that's what they should do at that age though isn't it if so he's showing a lot of promise so I think he's one to watch for this season obviously Ryan Bruce is all praise and all anyway, hype isn't he? he and obviously he's in the press quite a lot and he's very close to first team but I think the thing I like about Critchley and Klopp is that the progression is there for them to get to the first team so I think especially when we move towards Kirby that'll get better and better and better yeah. so our under 23s inevitably will get better as well but yeah the one mate well done so that's Premier League Cup so we're not in that under twenty threes. That's like um, set up like the Champions League. That's mad. So like you apply to go in it. So like they'll say like, oh yeah, thirty two teams can go in it, but you apply. Do you know not? And then, to not apply the And then yeah, so say there's more than thirty two that apply. You don't all just go in it. So then if there's more than thirty two, you've got to um, qualify. You've got to qualify like the yeah. Champions League. So I'm not actually hundred percent sure. So someone could uh, tell us or don't not be bothered <laughs> I'm not sure if we, <laughs> if we had to qualify and didn't or we just didn't go for it so who's your next fixture for the other 23 but we have got Wolves at home on the 20th newly promoted Wolves Same. by the way can I just say who newly promoted. absolutely pissed Premier League 2 last season so it could be there's another time. loss is what I'm saying to you <laughs> So it's actually on the same day we play you boys on Sunday the 20th. Oh, is it? We don't play till the following Monday. We play Swansea away. So hopefully we'll win there for the boys. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Get At least we're it. probably getting close to off the bottom now. Four points on the board. <laughs> well done. Proud of your, uh, your great academy. It's into Premier League action, dude. Into Premier League. So do you want to hit us up? Do the usual? So sort, I- sort us out, mate. So, Premier League action, mate. Yes, go for it. Game week eight. So, on Saturday, we were one of the three o'clock kickoffs, so I'll run through a couple of the results. What was the early kickoff? It was Brighton versus Spurs, and it was, a, again, another disappointing performance Off by the Spurs, back of that, 7-2. Of absolute whopping. Um, they lost 3-0 to Brighton, didn't they? Someone asked Paul Terry what's going on at Spurs. Paul Terry's been quiet on social media recently. Has he? Oh, no, he's not. He's been absolutely giving us shit. How bad they are. It's even when they win, they lose, he's on there, all over it. Um, Everton lost again, 1-0. Did st- get beat again? Yeah, away at Burnley. It was like years ago since I covered this, this game week because we've not recorded one it 1-0 so away to Burnley. They so lost. This is like a good ref- refresher. Refresher. So they lost again? Again, mate. It's wow. great, isn't it? Yeah. All that money they spent yeah. and they're still shit. <laughs> Everton fans don't mind United fans, so I don't, um, I don't want to be tight on Robin. <laughs> Let's be tight. Norwich lost... 
5-1 at home to Aston Villa. 5-1. Absolutely got battered. Oh, they're a weird team this season. Honestly, mate. Villa just battered them. Wow. Absolutely trounced them. Watford, 0-0 with Sheffield United. And Crystal Palace beat West Ham, 2-1. I think that was the evening kickoff, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. 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 And obviously then we played on the Saturday. So it was a tough game, really. Obviously, with um, Brendan Rodgers coming back to Anfield, it's the first time he's come back. Oh, yeah, there was a lot talked about that. I he was gonna, I a lot of hype of how the crowd were going to react to him coming back, which do we never really give him any stick, really, let's be honest. No. He did really well for us, and he ended a bit sour after the derby, didn't he? He showed great character. Great character. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he from? Uh, Wales. <laughs> Wales. <laughs> so, yeah, so we went into the game with a lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement. We'd won 16 games back-to-back. That's 16, mate, if you... I heard. The last time you won a game. <laughs> I heard. Um, so Klopp made a change to the midfield with James Milner coming in. He made a change to the defence. Lovren came in. Lovren, mate, where's he been? He's not even been around the squad and all of a sudden he plays. He's been on a world tour because he's world's best uh, defender. World's best defender. So yeah. he, he came into the squad. Harvey Elliott made the bench. So... It was a very fast and frantic first half. To be honest, a lot of them um, exchanging blows and yeah. in chances early on. <laughs> did you see a bit of a skill move from Trent off? Off the like um, he went down the right hand side of the pitch. I think it was like early on, the first ten minutes. Yeah. And he was up against um, what's his name, the left back for a lot. Chilwell. And Chilwell like kind of opened his legs just to tackle him right in the corner flag and Trent pinged it through his legs and ran past him oh, I hope you and got like all, I say absolute megs megs there lad absolute megs and then put in a nice cross and obviously we didn't score off it oh great but the skill move itself was like yeah. sexual it will have got on uh, soccer AM then absolute skill sexual skill. so then we had a few chances early on with Mane Salah both wasteful midfield was like the key element of this game really like Ndidi and Fabinho like both oh, absolute okay. beasts in midfield like like control, control like the play the flow of the match and they both got booked early on Leicester then came back into it Jamie Ryan had a really good chance actually where he was one on what he got pl- I can't think it was James Madison that paid him through running behind our defence like you say we've been pretty open up in defence we've been get attable yes just made that word yeah, get attable it's like bounce back ability or soccer <laughs> yeah <laughs> So Adrian came rushing out and made a really good challenge with his hands against Jerry Vardy. <laughs> That's just for anybody that doesn't realise the goalkeepers are allowed to use the hands. allowed to use the hands. With his hands. <laughs> and then, obviously, just before half-time, the breakthrough in the match where... We didn't have a chance anyone after that, actually. So before that, where, again, Trent went down the right-hand side, pulled in a great cross for James Milner. What did James Milner do? Pinged it over the bar, mate. Oh. Great opportunity, half volley. Just put your foot through it over the bar. He's not got great quality, has he? Though, to be no, fair. but touch on to the next part of the, the match. Do you not see his pass? No. It's like Leicester went down the attack on our on our actual goal, obviously. And Robinson in, intercepts the pass, carried the ball up like he does, pinged it out to James Milner. Milner looked up, see Manny running behind, and oh, mate, the pass. There's like three Leicester defenders, and somehow he managed to swing it out. Out left round what's that um, since about they've got that's been playing really well for him the Tunisian one yeah I can't remember or something something like that ping the ball just behind him I've jolly out a stretch foot Ooh. missed him Ooh. Ooh. pointy toe <laughs> and then Evans missed it as well and Manny just ran onto it finished it mate like he does scored scored 1-0 at half time and then just before the break um, Gons. <laughs> and do you know what that was mate that was his 50th goal for Liverpool in 100 games 
I think we were speaking earlier, like... Yeah, that was meant to be in the news, by the way, fans. We can... We can <laughs> it was actually, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he scored his 50th goal in 100 games for us. Uh, I think he doesn't get talked about enough, Manny. Like we were saying, like, obviously because of the instrument stuff, we have to look at each other's teams and things like that every now and again, and we do it when we're researching. If we see the bit of news about each other's teams, we'll let each other know. And I've been watching, like, some of Salah's 50 goals... Uh, <laughs> some of Manny's 50 goals... And um, he scores a lot of good goals, doesn't he, Manny? He, he really does, mate. The, the, like, he has such a variety in his locker as well, doesn't he? It's not like one stereotypical goal. Like, I'll say that Sal doesn't do that either, but Manny's just like so unpredictable. You just don't know which way he's going to go. Is he going to go left? Is he going to go right? Is he going to come run into the box? He can use his head. He's just like... He can use his head. All right, can, yeah. He's got a massive... Yeah, he's yeah, forward, forward, so big. He? But yeah, he, he doesn't score tapping, does he? Is he underrated? No, he's not underrated. All oh, right, okay. Just going to clear that up, please. <laughs> He's not underrated. <laughs> He's not underrated. He Add is, to that list of underrated he players. He is world class. That's what I'm going to say about him. Wow. World class. Nah. You'd know. <sighs> My hand is just fell. He is. I think he's the most important, other than Firmino, he's the next most important player in our team. Well, I'd say Van Dijk is. And then I'd say They're all Firmino important. is. <laughs> and then I'd probably say Oh, he's Manny. just broke it, Barney. But anyway, it was a massive achievement for him. 50 goals, is it? part of that club now yeah any one that scores 50 goals in the Premier League is doing alright doing alright doing alright sir so then the second half was pretty much the same we exchanged a lot of blows Leicester caused a lot of, a lot of problems to be fair they put us in a lot of pressure but definitely your they didn't really they didn't really convert any of that pressure into chances right it's like after the match like obviously we'll get to a bit the penalty and stuff but after the match like, oh Leicester didn't get any just deserves like they had two shots on target we had 21 so you can have as much possession as you want, but if you don't convert any chances, you don't deserve anything on the match. Mm, you've got to take into into account though that it's little lowly Leicester against Liverpool at firing no, but Leicester so won the Premier League. Just say that again. Leicester have won the Premier League. Yes, that is so good coming in. <laughs> so like they're not an average side. They're probably one of the top six. Should be mm, a little bit higher. Now they're back to. No, but they flew the league where they played absolutely amazing all year. The next year they, they had a bit of a dip, didn't they? Well, everyone played, Whereas, they played really well and everyone played shit that season. Whereas now they've they've come back to the point where they've got a very strong squad in goal. Schmeichel's solid. Yeah, I'm surprised he's never gone to United. It's it's same to be fair. Yeah. Defensively, Evans is a 9 out of 10 defender every week. He's not world class, is he? But he's 9 out of 10. He'll put in a good shift in. I'd take Evans. You know what, at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> they got Chilwell. They've got the... Uh, what's the right back call mate the Portuguese Danny right. Simpson no the Portuguese he's gone <laughs> is, is it Pereira something like that I think it is Pereira yeah, yeah it, they're right. solid and Diddy in midfield mm. all Brighton's average but a 9 out of 10 every week Madison Vardy Madison Vardy Steve Guppy oh um, Perez only Do the same. Perez Hilton <laughs> Perez Hilton so yeah like I say mate as I won't go to because it's been 10 days since the game People don't, don't people don't want to want to bang on about it. Of course not, but but they want to know what went on. Yeah. So like, Genie had a couple of chances, and then after seventy minutes, Leicester made a change. They brought Perez on, which gave him a different dimension. So Jurgen Klopp changed up, brought Origi on, and what does Origi do when he comes on? He changes the match. If you look at every every game, he's he's had an effect, and he's always come off the bench. So Origi gave us a bit of a, a different direction. He's so much better off the bench for you. He's more of an impact player, isn't he? When you started him against Newcastle, nothing really happened. No. And then he came off injured. Firmino's come like, on, and then it was like, right now we're going to start scoring. So yeah, so then he came on. He's your Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But he's not going to be our wheel, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's 
He might do a better job of managing United. Anyway, sorry, Anyways. continue. So um, after 80 minutes against against the runner play, I'd say Leicester scored a nice goal. Really, Perez like picked up a pass and drew like a an effort towards goal, which Madison picked up and then this. Yeah, scored a, a decent finish. Yeah, yeah. Madison's got like a decent finish into the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. Adrian could have done a little bit better to save it, but so they made it one all late on. Late on, so in ten so minutes. Not, what they, they like but they what I liked about that is the the crowd didn't get on the club's back. Do you know, like it, like a reaction? That, it what I mean terrible is, if they did. You know, what I mean is, like usually when you, your team's under pressure to win because you're top of the Premier League, <clears throat> you got this unbeaten run. You want to keep going. The crowd can get be a bit impatient, and sometimes it's the expectations like. You expect to win, but they got behind the team, carried on singing, got the team going again, and then we created more chances. Nearly had a half chance with, um, I think it was um, Firmino on the 88th minute, like a uh, half chance, nothing really. Mm. And then after 93 minutes, mate, 93 minutes, Mane just kept going and did not stop. Absolute clock time. <laughs> Fair time. I hate clock time, mate. So, Man- so Mane chased down like a half chance. Nick the ball off, I think it was in, in Diddy, or it could have been Evans. And um, Schmeichel come out helpless, forced Manny to make a turn. And then back he forced towards... Manny to dive. No, it wasn't a dive. Oh, okay. So there was contact there, and this this debate of was it, wasn't it? It wasn't. A if, pen? No. No, thank God. But if, you, if you're looking from the, the point of view that he did have connection where someone kicked his foot, and then he had like a delay reaction, so it's like in slow motion, it looked terrible as if he'd. 10 seconds later Everything he dived worse in slow but if you watch it in, in in fast normal pace it was like seconds like you've done like, he felt contact he went dived. down no, but it, it just felt, looks worse still in contact. slow you yeah, it what, he's done is, what he's done right is what he's done he's felt contact he's been running through and he's felt contact and then when he's took that extra step he's thought actually there's no chance for me to score here Fuck a best go down. That, but but I you guarantee, any, any strike. I guarantee that was his Alan Shearer used to do it all the time. Yeah, of course, but it doesn't make it any less of a, a pen for him. But it wasn't a dive. If It wasn't like a blazing dive in the sense that he was looking for it. Right, someone made contact the, the here. I'm going to make the most the of this opportunity. The thing that made it a dive was the fact that, they, let's say there was some middle school contact and he's felt it. And then he's thought to himself, I can go down here, but he's thought it too late. So then that process, because he's took an extra step, Makes it then a dive, doesn't it? Yeah, but whereas it's, it's not a dive because he has been touched. But you can't have the best of both worlds. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get made contact with, and you're gonna think I'm gonna carry on here, you've got to carry on. You can't think I'll carry on here and then go shit, nothing on dive. But it's like on the on the other end of the spectrum, it's like you've got strikers that get kicked to smithereens in the box and don't go down. When so is when that, does that happen anymore? No, but mate, sometimes it does. So that someone might get an absolute blatant kick and they'll still try to score the opportunity. Very rarely. But it's like. That should be given as a penalty because it is a blatant penalty, but because he haven't gone down, that's why it's I, not. This is what I always defend when you get think people that watch rugby and stuff like that, and they say football players are fannies. Look how easy they go down. Look at the state of that. Look at them holding their ankle and stuff. Sometimes I do agree completely, but the reason that they do that is because they have to go down and they have to show that they're hurt. So basically, they're saying to the ref, I've just been fouled. You have to play it But you didn't look to show the ref, ref. You just went down. Oh, yeah, but in your case, it was a complete dive. But that's, I'm just saying in general, that's when people say, oh, football players, they go down that easy. Yeah. That's why they go down, because if they carry on going, like you said, the ref's not going to give a penalty or a free the kick. The slates so if you're not going go, down. Yeah. So you, can't you go down to be like, I've been fouled. That's why they do it. But like, that's... VAR, at the end of the day, VAR reviewed it. Yeah, but this 
this is where the grey areas are. No, but the Army reviewed it, so they took the time. So I think the penalty was given like in well, the we 93rd were... minute, but they took two minutes to review yeah, it. Yeah, because they're not, they can't overturn a referee's decision if it's not clear and obvious. And because obviously there was that little bit of contact, they had to, get... they had to continue yeah. with the ref's decision, even though really they should have said to the ref, do you know what there was contact but he's carried on and then he's jumped on the floor so no pen but they can't because it's not clear was, and obvious because yeah, yeah. there was a little bit of contact which again makes a mockery out of it because he's gone down of his own accord so it's not a pen in my eyes but I wasn't complaining mate of course not so like the crowd are like wow we're in here we're in here <gasps> wow and like who steps up Mr. Safe Mr. Boring Mr. James Soft, Milner Square Mr. Squarehead calm as you like absolute waiting wait waiting round for ages to take the penalty all that pressure mate of like we need to score here to keep the momentum going at the top of the table it's 17 yes. games unbeaten yes. and what did he do yes. smashed it mate absolutely smashed it and he's still up Celebration was priceless, you see it. What did he do? Where he just turned around. Ribena. Just turn around. Turn around and just fold his arms. Just like the most boring celebration ever to give it the old James Bill. <laughs> the most it boring. Was, it was classic, but I love it. The persona he gives he, pl- he like plays on it. Because from what Gary is like a decent lad. I've the changing rooms and he's a modern day professional. And I know you don't think he's any good, do you? I know United fans are gonna like Milner who's playing for Leeds City and Liverpool. Liverpool. But like he's probably Brendan Rodgers' best signing, I think, in a sense that he was free. He'll give 110%, and he's, in, in crucial moments in games, he steps up to be that modern-day professional. Like, Come on, James Milner. 2-1. I mean, I can't believe 90, those words are coming out of your mouth when you're referring to James Milner. 95th minute, mate. But I know what you mean. Like, this, this, I'd give him a new contract, if I'm honest. He's, his contract runs out at the end of the season. I'd give him another year just to be... How old is he now? 34, 35, is he? Fuck me. But, mate, it's good to have around the changing rooms while the young players going through. Right. It's like a new Gary McAllister. Like Ashley Young for yours. <laughs> no, he's okay, So, like, right. that went in, and then everybody, the whistle was blown pretty much straight away afterwards. So then, did you see the, the actual <laughs> bit of a scrap afterwards? No. Scrap? Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, the final whistle went, and obviously the other pleasantries were shaking hands and blah, blah, blah. But I think because it was so raw, that penalty was like, given. It just happened, yeah. Robert walked past Perez and gave him a cheeky smile, like, as if, like, in your fucking face kind of thing. And then Perez just went off on him, mate, just reacted. And give it the old biggins of like, Joe, basically, C-U-N-T, kind of thing. C-U-N-T, I literally said cunt about four seconds ago <laughs> on this podcast. No, he, he went for Robbo, but Did in he? one of those reactions where See like, next Tuesday. someone was holding him back, giving it all the biggins. But no one was holding him back? No. <laughs> I love that and then, and, and then obviously, back. Shit, no and then obviously Van Dyke seen it all escalating, and then obviously once everyone started grabbing him, he was then trying to get to Robo. Classic. Joey, classic. Classic shit out. It was like an overreaction in the, the day. Like, the tensions are high. It was just funny to watch. It was, like, it was good to see it because obviously he, he cares about getting beat, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Robo was like trying to smug about it. So that wasn't nice to see. It's like they're on this run. They think they're untouchable at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, it was just funny, mate. A funny moment in the match afterwards. Cool. But all in all, mate, 17 games unbeaten, 17 wins straight, one away from Econ City's record and... We all know what's coming next. Well, go on, what do you want to say about it? So what are we in the old scoring predictions say? But I think you're winning 2-1, aren't you? Yes, why? So before this weekend, <laughs> I predicted, I'm sure I predicted that Liverpool win 2-1. <laughs> yeah, you did. This, so that, this is the most annoying thing about this game, right? Is I predicted <laughs> one all, and I was like, Spot on for 90 minutes. No, spot on for 94 <laughs> minutes. And then you Your predicted 2 dashed. So that's oh, now two, two, mate. He's back the in the game. game. He's back, back in, in the, the game. Back in the game, mate. 
So yeah. all in all, mate, a lot of positives out of it. Positives. Yeah, Lovren came back and had a solid performance. But he didn't put a foot wrong. Put some good challenges. Integrated himself back into the squad after he's a bit of a strop that like he wants to push for a move in the summer because he wasn't playing. But at the end of the day, you got Van Dijk and Gomez and Matic playing better than you. Mm-hmm. You've got to earn your right to be back in the team. Cool. Put up a show up. So like he's put up a show up. Put in a good performance. And Milner played well. Mane was on fire again. Salah had a quiet match, but. I can't really have any complaints, mate. A lot of positives that we're continuing winning, even when scraping a win at home. Yeah, but that's that is the positive. We're not playing to our best, but yeah, we're still getting the wins on mm. the board. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. And staying top of the table. Nice up there, isn't it? It is, mate. It's, yeah. I feel a bit dizzy. <laughs> it's nice up there. It's nice, and I hope it stays. I hope you don't get used to it. <laughs> the air's a lot thinner, though. It is a bit thin. So of course, it'd be shorter, see, mate. United spent so long up there that we've had to come a bit down for some more air. <laughs> So once the we, altitude got to you. Yeah, once we get the air, we'll be back up there again. So we're now eight games this pandemic. Yes, we've heard all your stats. Eight wins. We've heard your stats. 24 points, mate. Even Liverpool fans have heard your stats. 24 points. Unheard of, mate. Unheard of. Yep. So very happy, mate. So go on then, give us the rest of the results. So the rest of the results for that weekend were my friend. Sunday, Arsenal were the early kickoff. They won 1-0 at home to Bournemouth. Good evening. And Emery <laughs> is doing a good job. He seems to be getting the team. I don't think he's doing a good no, job. No, but I mean, they're doing better, a lot better than they did last year. Yeah. They're winning without people noticing. Yeah. City were at home to Wolves, mate, and what happened there? Wolves beat them 2-0. Wow. 2-0, mate. It's like, it was. I was... I was actually at the cinema, I was watching The Joker with um, Liz at the weekend, so I thought, right, I don't want to watch the City game, it's one of them, oh, I hope they lose, but you know they're not going to. Yeah. So I'm watching the film come out, I was, I've seen the results, I was like, what? That makes us eight points clear at the top of the Premier League, I was like, made up. Yeah. Saying, and to be fair, City played woeful from what, from what I've seen a match that day. Wolves played really well. They could have won four or five nil, couldn't they? Wolves played really well, yeah, but yeah. City were dreadful. Weren't at the races, mate. Southampton lost 4-1 at home to Chelsea. Again, Lampard, another brilliant performance by them. And then it went to your boys, mate. Was it four o'clock on Sunday? Yeah, we were a, a late kick-up on Sunday, yeah. So, what happened there, mate? I, I didn't see the result. I don't even know what the score was. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was true. So, going into this game, it was another one of those that I said last week where I said that it's uh, we got beat 1-0 last season and it's one of them where you need to do a better result from last season, which so far we haven't done. So, yeah. <laughs> do, do you want to keep this one short and sweet? Oh, this will be because it was such a bad. This will be brief, except for at the end where we <laughs> rattle on. So starting eleven, I was looking forward to maybe having Pogba back in the team, but then obviously there's no Pogba. We found out after the game that he's actually fractured his his toe, so that's why he was. Oh, that's why is he, is he, he was right? feeling um, when they brought him back against Arsenal, and he had ninety minutes there. That's why it, it, it all swollen up, didn't it? They were thinking it was his ankle, but it's actually something wrong with his toe. So he's obviously out for a bit now. No Lindelof as well in the team. To be fair, I didn't really. I don't really mind Swansea, but just when I was looking at the team, I was like. Phew, this is going to be a hard watch, this. Never in my mind, though, did I think that we played as bad as we, what we played. So it was like it's going to go back to a few weeks ago where we talked about the West Ham away loss to where we lost 2-0 to West Ham. It was that type of performance, just just no grit, no determination. So pretty much it was outlined straight from the kickoff. So we had kickoff, right? And um, straight from the kickoff, uh, that's St. Maximum, who is really lively, actually, to be fair. Not a great player, but really lively. He wins the ball off a bad McTominay touch. I think winning player of the month went to his head. Um, <laughs> and he just drives at us. He plays Almiron in, who gets the byline. And Ashley Young actually gets across, uh, blocks across, but... I'm 
thinking, wow, they've just been shredded up here in like the first few minutes. You know, you just, you just, you just know, you just know it's not going to be your day it's straight your from day. a few first Nothing's few minutes. Clicking. Yeah, just keeping on going. We just, we just couldn't get a grip of the game. We had a lot of possession. Like we admit, basically most of the ball, but. It's a weird thing to say we couldn't get a grip of the game because that sounds like you can't get hold of the ball. But we had a lot of the ball, we had a lot of possession, but we just couldn't get a grip. We couldn't get that game by the... the we can't We can't take a game by the scruff of the neck. That's what we can't do. You can't control them, um, can you? Just, he, Fred, again, like we was talking about in midweek in Europe, he's just not good enough. Like He tries to play fast plays balls over far too far of a distance. He'll get the ball and he'll try and play a ball from through their midfield to our strikers and he's just playing balls that are too far and the defender can obviously see it coming a mile away and just steps up and just takes the ball it's just like what are you doing like I don't understand what he is so yeah 28th minute came there's a chance for Newcastle they've got the ball on the edge of our area is that armour on that? Uh, yeah they've got the ball on the no sorry it wasn't it was one of the long staff brothers so they've got the ball on the edge of our area, a bit similar again to West Ham when Noble had the ball on the edge of our area and we just kind of, off. no press, we just yeah. kind of like, we'll let them have it there, we're quite comfortable with them having it. So anyway, yeah, they've got the ball, they play it along to Longstaff, whose touch isn't great and it just sits up for him, his, like touch, his touch sets him yeah. up, yeah, and it just sits up for him and he hits it over the hair, the hair's beating, it clangs the bar. It was a younger brother, wasn't it? The youngest one. It was Matty Longstaff, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. On the lead up to that, there's a bit of a mix-up in our midfield, and there's a player, and he's got the ball, I think it's that Williams, you know, the Jetro Williams. Oh, yes. He's yeah. got the ball on the left-hand side, and he looks up, and he, he, just, he just can't make, he can't make a pass. He's got, like, he's got, like, Matta behind him. He's got James sort of, like, jockeying him, and he's got nowhere to go forward. So he like goes to go forward, he can't go forward. So then like he turns around, oh I need to go backwards. Oh no, I can't go backwards. <laughs> so he's like, Oh wait, well can I turn inside? So he like turns inside. I'm like, does anybody want to put a challenge in here? Then McTominay runs over and leaves his man so like that he can get him. And it's just like, Oh my what is happening? Here? What is going on? Like why why is this so hard? In the thirty fifth minute we lose the ball trying to get trying to get an attack going. Uh, like I say with Fred trying to play the direct through the middle like really direct and they get a corner they take a good one unlike us and then someone gets on the end of it in front of Young and just heads just over can't remember who it was now and because because um, Autocorrect has changed the player's name to a hat <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just shocking. Corners this season, we've gone zonal, you know, on corners. And that, that, spaces. That, was a, that was a big debate for years whether it was man to man or zonal. But we've I gone don't zonal, like zonal marking. And we just, you just see players bombing in. Just running into the spaces. Yeah, don't they? it's just. So yeah, that's another thing that we need to look at. On the 39th minute, then, which was literally pretty much just after that corner, they put a ball in over the top lands into Almiron they just put it into the space over the top Almiron takes it like just completely catches the defence off guard should have scored to be fair yeah if he hits it first time he scored he comes over he takes a touch and then he can hit it there he can score basically there he mustn't have the confidence because he must he's obviously he's, I, think, I don't think he's scored in the Premier League yeah he's obviously a shit player yeah. and then he takes an extra touch just gives Maguire that chance to get back and, and obviously put the tackle in right before that then that's pretty much it for half time we didn't do anything all we had was really was Rashford and I do feel sorry for him because he's not a striker we've had this debate before he's not an out and out striker we've got Rashford like trying to run in behind when the defence is sat really deep so he's and there's running, no space there's no there. space for him to yeah. run into and you're like oh, I see what you're trying to do mate but that's not what you should be doing there like you need some guidance you need to be running behind when your defence is playing a really high line and you're like I can get on my toes here and get in behind but he's like 
running in on the 18 yard, edge of the 18 yard box so there's nowhere to run in behind he's, he's got no one to learn off either mm. I mean he's just like this one now I'll tell you about so right before half time Dallow's on the right hand side and he throws a ball into the box and there's no one there and Shah does a good diving in and puts it out but you can just see Rashford is on the edge of the box and you think you should be in there where that ball's coming in you're meant to be as you're playing centre forward yeah, yeah. yeah and you just I don't think he understands how to play there really maybe he's not comfortable mate I know he's low on confidence yeah. like all the team is and he's probably not comfortable but he just he doesn't look good in that position at all and I think that's a lot of the reason why he's probably struggling and not got confidence because he's being played out of position so then from the corner uh, this is probably uh, the worst header I've seen since McTominay's against Arsenal so from the corner it comes in it's actually a decent corner from Ashley Young which should be talked about because he never puts one in so it goes straight in zip on it and everything straight to the penalty spot Maguire stood there about two yards out doesn't even have to jump like McTominay's against Arsenal Arsenal, he just comes in and meets it in there. He doesn't even have to jump Maguire and he, he puts his nonce on it, donk, wide. And you can I just, I was that, like, wow. Again, that's confidence, mate. Wow. Uh, I, but they're goals that we should. Brandon, I'd, have fin- I'd have finished that. Mate. You score that goal, mate. I'd have finished that. I mean, it's easy to say from sat on the sofa, isn't it? But they're, they're, do you know what I mean? Like, that can change the entire complexion of the game. So then it's half time. Second half again. A lot of possession in this half. Carroll comes on for Joel Linson on the 56th minute because in between that gap between half time and 56, nothing, nothing really happened. Yeah, yeah. It was just a bit shit. 60th minute, Dallow comes off, brings Roho on. Absolute brilliant substitution. How inspiring. So I don't know if there was something wrong there. Then the 66th, Greenwood comes on for Mata. Everyone's thinking, why didn't you start him? Play Rashford right, wide. Like, Utilise a bit of creativity. Yeah. And then literally, mate, nothing really happens then until the 70th minute. It's just a shit game of us. An exchange of, of terrible us. play. No, it's not really an exchange. It's really us with all the ball, but not really doing much. Uh, 70th minute comes, James puts in a great ball into Rashford across the face of goal. And to be fair, it's amazing touch from Shahru, who it's tapping for Rashford. He just cuts it in, it comes in, it's not really got height on it, but it takes a bounce and it's literally about to bounce for Rashford to just tap it in and shout like slides in on it. yeah and, and makes an amazing um, amazing defensive uh, tackle and then what happens when you don't put your chances away or you don't have any chances but you have all the ball like we have done all season they get a chance 72nd minute we win a corner takes it in it comes out it was actually the corner from that, that tackle that he made Ashley Young's already put one good corner in so he thought I'll just go back to doing my shit ones now puts his shit corner in Gets cleared. They break. We say maximum. He's got about four United players around him. I know we're on the break and we're all out of sorts because it's it's a counter attack. So everyone's trying to get back. But do you know when they say to kids, "Don't follow the ball, follow the man." Yeah. Everyone just gets attracted to the ball, and he's got about four players around him. They all go to him. So then he just lays off a pass to the left to Jethro Williams. He's got no one with him. Uh, James is tracking him back, trying his hardest. Yeah, yeah. Dan James, like, you know what I mean? Then everybody bails over to him then, because they were all over there with the ball. So then everyone bails over to him. So yeah, literally like that, mate. Everyone bails over to him. He takes a few touches, gets into the box, and then absolutely sells Fred with... A dummy. No, not even a dummy. (laughs) All he does is he's got the ball on his left foot, I think it is. And he just pushes it over to his right foot. So just like a little drop of the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, basically. Fred's gone, mate. He sold Fred with that. Fred's just absolutely gone. And then he lays it off on the edge of the box to Longstaff. It was a good finish. He fucking drills it with it. With a plot, but like I know it's great like finish. The the positive out down like, low to day is right. Goal. Is his boy called mate? Wasn't that his debut as well? That debut, year? yeah. 
class finish. Mm. I know it hurts you to say that. Yeah, no, really, really good finish. United were really asking for it, to be honest. So, And then, like I say, against the other games where we go behind, we just don't have the character, the strength of character to to go and be like, right, let's get ourselves back in this game. And we don't, it's all United for the rest of the game. 81st minute, we were in a free kick on the edge area. So yeah, really big chance. And you think this is decent for Rashford to get over it with his knuckleball type free kick, try and get back in here. Uh, Pereira steps over it, tries to do what Rashford did against Arsenal, where it's that angle where you can't really go up and over, so you try and go around. around. Yeah, so Pereira, for some reason, stands over it, does that just twats into the defender, comes back out to us, and you think, right, okay, it's come back out to us at least. Yeah, so it comes back out to us, everyone's still in the box, so you think, right, we can get a ball in here. It's played out wide left to Fred, who then can't control the ball, and it goes out for him. Oh God. And you're just like... And then, oh, then you, that was it. Embarrassing. You're not going to get anything from the game. Yeah. Then the 94th minute, Chong came on in the 86th minute. Uh, and in the 94th minute, Chong wins a free kick on the left, right by the left byline. And you can see Steve Bruce going mad because no, it's like the 94th mean? minute and he's thinking, are you going to blow the whistle here? Because it's all this has been all United. So even Bruce is like, fuck's sake, like, what's, they could get a thing here. Solskjaer, get De Gea up there. This is how desperate we are. Yeah, yeah. De Gea goes up, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wins the free kick, big big chance. Pereira over the ball, over the top of everyone straight to the keeper. And it's just like I haven't even reviewed the game in my notes. I just wrote pathetic performance. So just beyond dreadful. Well played, Steve Bruce. That was his first win over United. Yeah, he's never had a win over United. Mm-hmm. So would you like to hear a stat for cool. Marcus Rashford for that game? What is his like goals ratio? No, because he had no goals. Exactly. So here's a stat for you. Cool. How many touches did he have in the opposing? team's box two close one sure yeah one one the entire game yeah because there was just nothing on for him no, he doesn't really know what he's doing in that position it was just do you think he's trying to do too much trying to create chances himself when he's got no creativity behind him because you know yourself mate when yeah, we, we, is, we've played in the Tuesday. That is a big thing. That is a big. Go on, sorry, what you We've played on Tuesday night with our mates, sometimes Saturday, sometimes Sunday. Yeah. And like you know yourself that if if you're playing a decent side, some people aren't interested. So you 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 find yourself tracking back, trying to defend, trying to win the ball on the field, trying to make a burst in run. You're like, mm. why is no one playing the ball to me? And you, you become counterproductive, don't you? Because you, yeah. you're trying to do too much. I don't think that's the case for Rashford. I don't think he's trying to do too much. I just think he's dead isolated. He's just dead isolated up there, and he doesn't really know what to do in that position. So. When the chances do come, which are few and far between for us at the minute, he's not really, he's not running into that space, he's not getting in front of his defender, he's not doing the right things. I think he needs to go back to basics, doesn't he? Go back to what he was yeah, good at. I think he needs to go back to playing wide right, where he's brilliant, like or what, wide what left. Good at. Yeah, and then if you've got this Mason Greenwood, who's who's a really, really good striker. Play ready to go, put him in. Playing. Yeah. He's a striker. Why isn't he being played, He is though? a striker. He's, he's scored, hasn't he scored for you in the Cup and the Europa, Europa League? Mm-hmm. So mm. he's proven he can score goals at level up. Yeah, all bearing in mind that they were a bit less than the Premier mm. League. But the only way they learn mate, is by playing. Yeah, I know. I'd rather, the rather than play someone out of position. But I know, like, I'm What's sick of. Got to lose, I don't want to be. Yeah, what has he got to lose? He's got nothing to lose, has he? That's the thing. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try now. Bear with me and put a positive spin on this. <laughs> Because, the only reason being, right, because we've had chances, right, we don't get many chances and we all know that we're not playing the right way and creativity is our big problem and character's our big problem. I don't think defence is our big problem, although we have been our own downfall. I think our defence is a lot better than what it has been. We, we give people opportunities to score against us, that's our biggest thing. Anyway, 
we've had chances in these games where we've lost, where we've had a clear-cut chance to, to change, change the, 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 yeah, the yeah. outset of that game. When you look at when we were 1-1 against Arsenal and McTominay's literally missed a, fl- a header from a couple like of yards out, yeah, yeah. and that's 2-1, and then Arsenal didn't offer anything in that game, so we probably would have won that. Against Palace, we could have won that. Against this one, Maguire scores that header. What happens in the rest of the game then? It's 1-0. It's 1-0. philosophy changes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. The half-time speech is different. Yeah, so I just think, I just feel like we need to just... I don't know, man. We just need to take these few chances that we're getting at the minute. It's so bad. You've got a chance to redeem yourself. We're now two points off relegation. (laughs) People have been saying, ah, United in a relegation battle. You're not going to get relegated, let's be honest, mate. Why are we not? No, you might get dragged into one, but you're not going to get relegated. If you continue this form between now and Christmas, where you pick up one win, draw, lose one, then you will be in the relegation battle. You'll be in that bottom half of the table. And inevitably, you'd be... Who was it that was in the same... Was it Spurs a few years ago? Where they got dragged into something? Was it New? Was it? There was some one of the big supposed six got dragged into it, then pulled themselves out of it towards like Chelsea, wasn't it? Was it Chelsea when they were like nine for something? Then they were being dragged into a relegation. Mm. But like you, you will find in yourself. Marine, yeah. Can you imagine like if you don't? If you well, if, our next if, game, put into perspective, our next so we're two points off relegation, right? Our next game is you. Yeah, but so we get beat there, and a couple of teams in the relegation zone win. We are in. Relegation. Let's have a look. So, like, look at the lead table now. Everton are third from bottom. They're in your two points ahead of them. Mm. So, if Everton were to pick up a win, yeah. even Norwich, mate. Say, if, let's say. <laughs> Norwich. Let's say you could Everton be and Southampton win. We could be third bottom. Yeah. Jesus, what And you, do you know what? As well, if we were to beat you this weekend. Which. You're going to be 18 points behind us. Well, yeah, but. No, but what, like? what I'm saying is at this stage. It's not like we've, gone out this, we've not gone out of the season and said, this is our year, like you do. We're not saying we're going to win the league. I haven't said that for a while. This is our year, not this will be our year. Right. This, this could be, this is our year. That's a big bold statement. But we're not gonna, we've not said that we're going to win the league. So that doesn't matter how far we are from the top. What matters realistically is how far we are away from the top four. You just lack confidence. Which mate. is three points. You just All it is is you lack... Well, sorry, which is five points. You're lacking... It's a weird league. Confidence, mate, that's all it is. We're lacking confidence. I think we're lacking direction on the pitch and we're Good lacking... Leaders. Yeah. But I just feel like... I don't know. If Maguire scores that header, we could have potentially have won that game. I don't know. Weird, man. It's a tough one, mate. Mm. And I, I can only offer a show to cry on for the rest of the season. I'll take that. And they keep bringing <laughs> scarves round, memorabilia, <laughs> magazines. Keep slowly loading your house up <laughs> full of Liverpool stuff. Programmes, yeah, tickets. Thanks for the humility, mate. You've been really nice. So, but, yeah, just just, just, just completely so it's dreadful. Pro- it's probably good that we've re- actually reviewed this late, so you, your mood's a little bit different. Can you imagine if we record this the day Oh, after? yeah. Your mood have been low, flat. Yeah. He's brought it all back, to be honest, mate. Oh, I'm sorry about that, mate. Cool. So, what was your prediction if this match comes? So, I said that we would... I forgot. What did I say? Did you say 2-1? Did you say more than that? I know I was wrong. I actually said, though, I could have been 3-2 yeah, you... up. I actually said 1-0, Newcastle. I did say 2-1, sorry. And, and yeah. then I changed to say... Oh, you I, I you, said, sorry for you said 1-0, and then United, I went... United, didn't I? And you said United, and then I went, which one? And then you went... Newcastle, no, the joke in Manchester. So I could have been ahead of the game, mate. Yeah, yeah. Three to up. So, yeah, unlucky for you. Unlucky, mate. So, leaves us in dire straits in terms of positioning the league table. In terms of polished position, uh, in terms of, sorry, uh, squad position as well, we still have not got the squad to compete at all. So, I, I just feel like if you're not getting many chances, try and put your fucking ones that you get away. And then see what happens. Yeah. 
we're not scoring much at, at all. So wouldn't you think that when we've had like they'd work on dead ball situations like corners, free kicks, and things like that in training, be like, right, we've got all confidence. So as dreadful as this sounds, because this is proper like bottom of the table mentality, but let's try and take our chances off corners and free kicks and, and dead ball situations. But our dead ball situations are so shocking. Shit. Corners, free kicks, like last minute free kicks that just miss everyone. Oh, but inevitably that, that's going to set you up to what's going to happen this weekend, mate. Well, we'll see. Anything can happen in these those games, but so what you're saying is you, I don't you need to, to make the most of your half. Anymore. You need to make the most of your half chances, don't you? Yeah. So um, positives. No, you got through over ninety minutes. I'd say that my positive would be it reminded me of how good a night out Newcastle is. Negatives are just Fred. He's the shittest person I've ever seen in a United shirt. No, and I watched David been, Belly on play. What was that? Um, Blankvist, whatever his name was. Blankvist was class. No. Yeah. No. Mate, go back and watch Jasper Blankvist. He used to pull his he used to pull his top over his hands and run around with his top over his hands like for salad does. Oh, Can't yeah. believe he just called Jasper Blankfist was bad. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, so I'm just gonna move out of there now. Who's your next fixture? Mate? Let's move on to the uh, let's preview the upcoming fixtures because that is the big one. The big one. Who is the next fixture, mate? So we're going to this weekend. We're going to international break now, don't we, for a week? And then when we come back, it's the Red Side Rivals. Showdown. Showdown, mate. Number one at Old Trafford, three o'clock. Sunday the 20th 20th of October and we'll be watching that we'll be watching that together yeah I've actually I think that's where the bet's got to come in yeah, we mentioned this on our last podcast. I I've been offered a ticket for that game and I've turned it down so I can watch it with you and we can record something for the. Instagram. I've actually got a ticket, mate. So I'm going. Oh my god, that would be sickening. So yeah, so obviously that's the big gains to come. When was the last time you scored in open play against United? I believe that was the last time we watched actually watched a game together at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford, yeah. Sat in the United and Marshall's debut. You beat us three one. Yeah, that was the last time you Martin scored. Martin Tyler in creamed in his pants when Marshall scored that goal, didn't he? <laughs> God. Welcome to Manchester, Anthony right, Marshall. Calm down. <laughs> he doesn't love you now, doesn't he? Martin Calm Tyler. down. Um, ben Teke's scissor kick. What an overhead Probably better than Rudy's scissor kick, if I'm honest. Shut your mouth. Don't even shut oh, up. I like getting a reaction out of this guy. Love it. Fucking nonsense. So that was the last time um, he's going to open play. And hopefully that can continue. I'm not going to say a word, mate. Let's 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 get from international break and then I'll reflect and build up to the anticipation for the big game, mate. What do you think then? If I was to put my hand on my heart now, You'd get a bit close to the mic. If I was to put my hand on my heart now, oh, <laughs> I'm going to go for with the form we're in at the moment. We're pretty much unstoppable, and I think United are playing that bad, and hopefully you might have some key players missing. You might you won't turn up. The crowd will be on your backs because you've not been performing well. If we get an early goal, then it's game over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to feel like if you get an early goal, you've scored too early. But I feel like if you get an early goal against United, that puts pressure on your we guys. Don't, we away. don't have any. We don't have. You'll have to come out against yeah, us yeah, once we play into our hands. We don't have a way of coming out against you. So. You're gonna laugh when I say this. I predict this is gonna be like when we beat. Arsenal at Christmas last year and they scored first then we came back into it I think I'm going to beat you 5-1 Sheesh <laughs> Wow and this nearly collapsed Good job I'm sat down I've sat, I think we'll concede a goal because at the moment we can't stop the top leaking uh, Do you think you'll concede a goal against United? But we've conceded there's only one game this year Maybe we'll get a pen. we've not conceded a goal we'll I think get a pen. I think we'll, we'll concede early against you boys 
because it's at Old Trafford, but inevitably I think that away us up. I think we'll wipe the floor here. I think 5 1. I think it's. So you're genuinely saying 5 1? I'm genuinely saying 5 1. Shit. How the mighty have nah, fallen. I'm joking. No? What are you I, actually, I actually generally think 5 1. Well, right, 5 1. Me, me, no, the no, serious no, head said it. The serious no, head says 1 0. No, well, you know you're having 5 1. You've said it. 5 1. I think if we can get the hair in the box, like, against. It's good of you, that, isn't it? <laughs> oh mate, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to think. There's rumours that Shaw and Marshall, if mate, if Marshall's back, we've got half a chance because at least he's a bit he's more. He's a bit more natural in that position. He wants to play number nine. It means we can play Rashford out wide. Oh, it's gonna. Is he gonna be a high-scoring defeat or a bore off? Or a bore off? Like yeah, last year, yeah, like a nil-nil. Like last year, Mourinho part of the bus. Say I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it by saying that we'll win because that just opens me up for being made stupid next week on the podcast. I just hope it's an exciting game, mate, for us to watch it and to bring some content for everybody. Um, and insight as to how much we hate each other on match days. Yeah, and in real life, this is all that. This is that. This is all that. Just make money off sponsors. <laughs> Please sponsor. <laughs> if anyone wants a sponsor, <laughs> we'll come see you next week. We're like sponsored by Tampax or something. I'm gonna say two one United. Oh, why have I done that? No, it's go with, go with your heart, not your head. <laughs> That'd be thrilling. I, I'd hate it, mate, because it... Okay, can I have a caveat to that? If Marshall plays, no, I can't. No, you can't do that. So 2-1 United. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping we go to the Dragon's Den. Why am I... The theatre of... The theatre of past dreams. <laughs> They're a nightmare. <laughs> That's what this podcast will be called, the theatre of past dreams. No, don't say that. And I think we've got this record to aim for 18 games unbeaten 18 straight wins that. I know you were talking about Andy Gray I mean Andy Gray Kevin, Kevin Keegan. Keegan similar yeah similar what was a racist not racist sexist so I'm hoping I don't know who City are playing this weekend but I'm hoping City drop points that weekend we go on to Sunday beat you equal their record and potentially go 25 27 points on the board Palace away City tough game mate mm-hmm. so I'm hoping we go into that game beat you not easily but just just beat you just get the win City drop points and we go 11 points clear at this stage of the season yeah. right? okay so I'm that is the dream that is my dream I don't care how we beat you as long as we beat you alright but you're saying 5-1 so. I'm saying 5-1 <laughs> right okay well there's there's the predictions and there's the preview of the upcoming game big big game big game as ever there's always a little bit of an atmosphere uh, not a little bit of an atmosphere a little bit of Tension in the tension air. Tension in the air, yeah, yeah, you got me, you got me. Um, Nobody likes Derby Day, really, do they? You like, you like the result if you win, but you hate the build-up to it. It's, yeah. it's horrible. Whether yeah, it's, I can't wait whether for it's it, City actually. United, whether it's Liverpool-Everton, or it's Liverpool versus United, it's horrible games. You hate losing them to your local rival. Yeah. I mean, you usually say that form goes out the window, don't you? But we'll see, because our form is that bad. That yeah. So, just before we do go, should I just give you some stats? Over it, mate. Do you want to hear our head-to-head record? What in Premier League era? No, in oh, general. General. Yeah, yeah. And we uh, at league league games. We've won sixty-eight. We've drew forty-eight. You've won fifty-six. So we're well ahead. You got well ahead of us, haven't you? Yeah. FA Cup nine United wins. We got s- four Liverpool draws. Four Liverpool wins. League Cup two United wins. Two Liverpool wins. And other cup competitions is a United win. Four draws. Three Liverpool wins. So in total. It leaves us with 80 wins, you with 66 wins. 
56 that's, draws. That's actually horrible, that. I didn't realise there's such a gulf in there. 20 years, mate. That's the way it's all come, yeah. really. So so we could bring that back in the next 20 years. We, well, you could. You very well could. <laughs> but yeah, mate, it's, it's been a pleasure actually bringing this podcast up today. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll leave it there then. And D-Day. International Day is coming. Yeah, International Break's coming, so there's going to be uh, there's going to be a long wait for this game, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see you for all the reaction of this one on on the actual on the actual one after it. So yeah, look forward to it, mate. Okay then. Come on, you Reds. I'd, I'd love to say come on, United, and actually feel it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> actually, like yes, come on. The passion's there, mate, but your heart is like. Oh. Yeah, I think it's because we just talked about Newcastle. You shafted me there. Shafted you. Right, we're gonna go, and we're gonna see you next time. Thank you as ever for listening, guys. Oh yeah, Ladies. I didn't sign off. Right, we're, we're we're gonna sign off. Thanks for everybody that listens. We really, really do mean that, and we really do appreciate that. If you like it, can you please leave us a review, a five star review, please? Would be nice. And if you want to write a little thing, that's lovely. We'd re- we'll read it out on the podcast, and also tell somebody if you if you like it because they may also like it. If you want to contact us. If you want to say how much uh, Lee annoys you, it's redsiderivals at gmail.com. It's keeping me, keep annoying me at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. And we're on Instagram and Twitter, redsiderivals, and with the Red Side Rivals social on Facebook. Thanks to Will Rice for our musical theme at the start. And please join us for a little, we might do a little international break one, bring you some news and, and the women's game kicks off again. But if not, we'll see you for uh, the next game week, which will be game week nine. Massive shit. game week nine. Right, okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Ta-ra! The Samsung is dead. <laughs>